When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The law? Ha! What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. I'm Harry Langley Swindon, and this is Non-Censored. Hello and welcome to Non-Censored, the podcast that wraps up all the best bits from my very real daily radio show, which is eligible for awards, into one easy-to-digest highlights package. I'm joined, as ever, by my producer, Martin, and what a show we have for you this week, eh, Martin? Oh, yes, indeed. We have our etiquette and penmanship correspondent, Ishan Akbar, to analyse some letters of note. Uh, we speak to the new common sense czar, Esther McVeigh, about common sense and woke nonsense. And we have the deputy chairman of the Conservative Party, Lee Anderson, to talk about the government's failed Rwanda plan. But as ever, there was so much we couldn't fit into this podcast. For example, we booked a Labour frontbencher to talk about the Gaza ceasefire vote, but by the time we came to record it, they weren't a frontbencher. And I'm sorry, but we're really only after A-lister guests on this podcast. We also had a chat with Elon Musk about his views on the Jewish community, but we can't broadcast them here as we want this podcast to remain available to our German listeners. Don't forget you can email us at nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments or even, most importantly, offers of sponsorship. But on to this week's show and let's start with Lee Anderson, the Conservative Party Deputy Chairman, talking about the government's response to the Supreme Court, striking down its plan to deport asylum seekers to Rwanda. Let's take a listen. Lee Anderson, welcome back to the show. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Lovely to be here, Harriet. It's great to have you. I mean, it's great to have a voice of reason in this very unreasonable time. Well, it's it's a tough if it's a tough time when you know foreign courts are getting in the way of just us trying to do democracy. It's it's worrying stuff, and us in Ashfield, we're not happy about it. I tell you that we're fed yes, up. Yes, let's talk about that. That's what we're here to talk about. Rwanda, the Rwanda policy, a, a policy that unanimously we thought was brilliant and wonderful has been blocked by a foreign court, and I've had enough. It, it's really, it's horrible. I think we should send them on, chuck them on the plane, send them back to Rwanda. Even if they're not mm. from Rwanda, send them over to Rwanda, work it out there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's just common I, sense, isn't it? I, I think, Harriet, it's, it's probably good to flag up that this uh, ruling was actually from a British court. It wasn't from uh, a foreign court. Yeah. It was from... a. Uh, British Supreme Court. Um, so, although I don't know, been... producer Martin, it sounds a bit foreign in sensibility. Uh, the Supreme Court. That I'm pretty sure that's in America. Actually, yes, I think that's an American thing, producer Martin. I think you need to do your no, research as producer well, of the show. They do have a Supreme Court out there. Well, exactly. There you go. Yeah, we know. It's not the same Supreme Court that made this ruling. But no, no Supreme Court in Ashfield. The chicken supreme. Well, that's about it. So, Lee, talk us through what what can the government do now? I mean, what's the best course of action here? Well, I think 
changing the law whenever mm. you don't like something and if you're in power just change the law i think that's yes. a good way of moving forward and obviously we have a mandate by the british people who've said you know we've elected this person we've elected you the conservative government to deliver a manifesto and that's exactly what we'll do and we'll send everyone back to rwanda as we said definitely in the manifesto that's yeah. that's where it came from so yeah. that's what we'll be doing and uh, well, that's the one... thing isn't it we're very lucky we live in a democracy and in Aye. a democracy we can you change can't the law have bigger forces telling you what to do so you change the laws and you get things done exactly. and that is democracy uh, i think we should leave the courts of uh, leave the human rights agreement uh, mm. we should I think we should stop being part of uh, global maps if we can. We'll just stop being part of anything global, that we haven't controlled. I'm well. sorry, sorry, but um, no, I'm afraid that this was not actually in the manifesto. I mean, this was a relatively well, new idea that came through with Boris Johnson, um, what, just over a year ago. I mean, it feels like it's been going on forever, but... There's nothing about this in the manifesto whatsoever. Well, well the, the manifesto was made by people, and the law if the law could be changed, so can a manifesto. What is mm. a manifesto? We've The manifesto is whatever I say it is right now. Well, that's, that's such a good point. That's absolutely not a good point. I'm the deputy chair of the point. party. I survived the reshuffle, amazingly. And I'm, I'm saying that our manifesto now is uh, stop the boats, send them on a plane to Rwanda, and come to Ashfield. That's the three... What a great manifesto. Party. I'm not surprised whoa, whoa. the Tories got in power. No, with that I'm manifesto. sorry. Harriet, have you ever been to mm. Ashfield? You're just agreeing with this. And well, no, of course I've not been to Ashfield, producer Martin. What do this you think is, I am? It's, it's very worrying to see that even people in, in you know, somewhere that's not the mainstream media having such a London bias. The Ashfield is, I would argue, the capital no, of the UK. No, I don't no. have a London bias. I think Harrogate is absolutely wonderful. Well, Ashfield is the Harrogate of Nottinghamshire. This is, it's an outrage, really. And I think you lot, if I had the chance, I'd chuck you on a plane to Rwanda. Oh, me? Well, if you're but, going to talk about, you know, the pride of the British nation, Ashfield. See, that, like you that. can't just... That's an sorry. That's not democracy. That's an abuse of the courts. That's no, an abuse of law. If you're just going to change the law to send me and producer Martin to Rwanda, where neither of us have any ties and we don't know anyone. Where were you born? Where were your parents born? Sorry. Right. Well. Okay. You you make a fair point there. You can stay. That's all right. Thank you. It was just good mm. to check these things. That's how we'd probably do it if we do change the law. I'm we'll not just... on people's houses. People that I obviously don't know in advance. And I'll ask them where, you, where your parents born. And obviously some people I won't have to ask, I'll just know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Do you think maybe if Rishi Sunak is going to change the law so that we can say that Rwanda's a um, safe country, maybe he could change the law on a few other things as well. And I mean, I, I don't know how these emergency legislations work. Maybe he could put things through to say that you, you can just start sort of deporting you know, deporting people by knocking on their door and asking yeah, of, where their parents are of from. Of course, but that would only be, you know, we would do it really well because we'd mm. be doing it. You know, it's, it sounds, when you put it like that, it does sound, you know, scary. But don't worry about that because we'll be the ones doing it. Yes. That's good. Because we have the mandate of the British people. So we can yes. we um, can change the laws. So well, maybe I, we'll change it so you have to drive on the right instead of the left. I don't oh, think that'd be good because it's confusing no, when you go abroad. That's probably not. I, I, this really isn't how manifestos work. Um, and Do you think also, we could put emergency you... legislation so we could bring back hanging, Lee? Well, that is one of the main things that this party wants to do. 
Uh, I'm speaking obviously completely independently with no um, backing from the whip there, but that's because they're all too scared to talk about it. But yeah, I, if if people were hanged, they wouldn't do any more crimes. It'd be a big deterrent yes. to those people who are yes. then dead. They'd Lee, be very deterred from crime. I can't help but think that um, what the government is really after is um, some kind of track and trace system by which they could find all of the people that they uh, felt were at odds with the with the current immigration laws and um, and report themselves to to the government. If if only you were to spend a lot of money on a system that would do that. Is that is that something that, that might well, be helpful? Well, we put a lot of money into the Rwanda scheme, so 140 million at least has gone into it, so it right. would be embarrassing to stop now. So we'll just keep on going with that, I think. I think that yeah. makes the most sense. Uh, okay. ev- for every person we send to Rwanda, then that will, if we send two people to Rwanda, the 140 million goes in half. That's how much it costs per person. We just don't, got to do it until we've sent 140 million people there. Then it's a, a pound per person. And, and then you've got a bargain on your hands. Good business, exactly. That's yeah, like B&M right there. I mean, that's the thing. This is the Conservative Party, the party of good business. I think good that's business. a very good point. Good sense. Look, mm. and this Supreme Court, I'd never heard of them. I. I was told that all the supreme meetings I go to, were, I wasn't allowed to do that anymore. I had to do it in secret. So I don't understand why we're listening to something with supreme in their name. Yes. Very good, good, good point, Lise. So um, secret meetings? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, well, we can cut that out. Don't worry about that. <clears throat> no, I'm not going to cut that out. But I think the thing is, I'm sure your meetings weren't, but the Supreme Court, they're, I mean, they're a bit wokey, let's face it. Oh, very woke. Using words that none of us understand, mm. all this newfangled jargon and letters yes. that we don't know, like reformant. I, I don't know what reformant is. I don't it's care. It's taking the biscuit. Is that what it means? Great. Well, mm. they shouldn't be taking the biscuit. The biscuit should be doled out when we want to give out the biscuit. And only yeah. for people who have money to pay for the biscuit. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Well, this just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but this really does feel uh, counter to all the things that Britain stands for. You know, I mean, having tolerance and, and, um, and fighting the good fight and, and, and accepting the, the, those in need, you know, all of these things. Uh, and now we're just carting people off to... To a country that has a, a rather questionable human rights record. No, no, no. Sorry, producer Martin. Not people. Economic migrants. Yeah. Right. People who are trying to come here. You know, they come on these boats. They come over. What are they? What are they contributing? People in need is one thing, but people who are going to provide something for the country—that's a totally different thing. Right. Well, I think I think Lee Anderson has said the truth there, and I, I hear that everyone listening here today are going to be so thankful that we have someone like you in government to oh, yeah. ensure it's... that we will not be bossed around by courts and laws. We no. don't need them. We don't, well, we, no, well, we do need some of them, but we need uh, the ones that have been mandated by us. And yes. uh, we, that will change and develop because we're very, we're very good at listening. Look, it, the country is in a terrible state, producer Martin. Mm, we've yes. we've got the highest cost of living crisis. Inflation's going up, wages going down. Uh, Thirteen years of austerity, and I think we all know who's to blame for all of that. Who? Foreigners, right? Yes, it's, it's foreigners. Just, 
Am I going crazy here, or does this not just sound like some kind of reverse Red Nose Day, where instead of sending lots of aid to people in need in other countries, we're sending the people that we can't be bothered to process? Well, look, we I mean, we've also sent Rwanda, which frankly, as someone from Ashfield, is a shithole. We've sent them 140 million quid. So we've done, that's, what is that if not comic relief? Do you know? Which like, is really not nice. to comic, to Rwanda. And yes. from what I'm here, that government is, is not at all corrupt and will be making that country better. I would argue that all foreign governments are in a way corrupt by not being British. Yes. But you know, we have given money to a struggling country and we should send struggling people to that country to make it unstruggle. Beautiful. Well, I think on that note, uh, Lee Anderson, I know you've got, to, you've got to get off and fight the courts. So thank well, you for coming on. I've actually got to go do my GB News show first. Oh, right. Well, um, have fun with that. Oh, I will. T- it, telling the truth. I'd to love the to have you on it, actually, at some point, Harriet. Without that, producer Martin, if you ever want to pop on another pint. You have a pint on TV. Yeah, yes, Martin. That's where That's we've got to. That's what they do on his show. Do you know what? We changed the law. I don't think there was a law about people not having right, There was, and I stopped it all, all on my own. Mm, right. Lee, could you, could you not... You could, you could have producer Martin as the lefty in the corner. I, oh, yeah, we so we have a feature on our show that uh, we have left left in the corner who uh, some work uh, nonsense person stands in the corner and uh, sometimes they sit and we cut to them and uh, don't give them enough time to actually make a proper point uh, and laugh at them a bit. So if you want to come on, Martin, well, uh, we could chuck you on there. I mean, it's, it's p- very pint kind. Of tofu juice, whatever it is you I drink. don't drink that. I am more of a centrist rather than than anything. So maybe I could just You're be in the middle. In the middle? Maybe could sit sit in the middle. Still very far left from where I'll be. Yes, but... you're right. No, that is correct. Absolutely. Of course, of course, you could sit in the middle on a little little mat and a little Maybe throw... like a skateboard and just slide. Throw chip at you or something. Well, that sounds beautiful. Thank you very much, Lee Anderson. Hopefully, see you on your show. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks so much, Harriet. Goodbye. Now we all like common sense. That's just common sense. And finally, the government has struck a blow for common sense by appointing a common sense czar, the TV presenter Esther McVeigh. Oh, she's also an MP, of course. Oh, yes, I totally forgotten about that. Probably because she's doing such a brilliant job on her TV show. These things can slip the mind, can't they? Anyway, we caught up with her on her first day in the job. Let's take a listen. Esther, welcome to the show and congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Harriet. I'm delighted, I have to say. It feels like I've come home. Oh, really? really? (laughs) Yeah. You are now Minister for Common Sense. That is right. Finally. Common Sense Czar. Yes. Yes. How exciting. And... Um, tell us, where are you talking to us from? Is that from your, your new office? This is my new office. Well, it's actually, um, you know, it's all, it's all very uh, recent, isn't it? Mm, very that. recent. So I'm actually in a, in a cupboard currently. But oh, I, right. like I said to Rishi Zunak, I don't need anything more than a cupboard, so it suits me fine. It's just common sense. Oh, just Rishi. right. Yes. yes. So and that's the joy of the phrase common sense, as you can pretty much say it after everything. Like, for example, Harriet, what did you have for breakfast? Oh, well, I had um, some sliced banana. Ah, you see. And two blueberries. What I would say to that is a very, it's a very woke breakfast. 
Oh and, dear, you know, really? Yeah, a common sense breakfast, that would be muesli. In, in fact, I think um, there was a, uh, a cereal called Kellogg's Common Sense at one point. Maybe I should look into bringing that back. Uh, the point is, I can tell you something is, if it's woke nonsense yes. or if it's common sense, and that, that's the power I now have. I mean, Esther, why has it taken so long for this role to be made? I mean, it's so... I know. I mean, just in the last two minutes, I've learned what I should have had for breakfast. Yes, exactly. And it just gives me, it just gives me the edge. It gives me this mm. power because I can now sit in meetings and whatever anyone says, I can immediately, I mean, I'm, I'm going to roll my eyes a lot. Yeah. I'm telling you that. Every time anyone says anything, I will be rolling my eyes and telling them if it's woke nonsense oh, or if goodness. it's common sense. So are you gonna, like, you know, you're going to transform the cabinet. You I, really are. Certainly going to have the time in my life. If someone brings in, you know, like um, uh, a custard pie or something, mm. I can say, is you know, it's just nonsense. That is that is not just common nonsense. sense to have a custard pie? Depends what they're going to do with it. Oh, you, know, okay. you, you know, if you're going to smash it in the face of uh, the woke karate, yes. that's just common sense. That is just common, God, that is just common ah. sense. Wow. Common sense. Now, Esther, do you feel that, um, you know, rather than... Uh, that obviously the woke karate is something mm. that you need to you oh. need to battle against with your yeah common sense. they're everywhere. But um, do, do you not feel that maybe the opposite of common sense would be uh, exotic foolery? Oh, exotic foolery! Yes, yes. Something I mean, that's quite in a way, rare and mm. hard to understand. Something exotic a bit silly. Foolery. Yes, I mean, I think I, I think probably one of the first things I will do is to look down every single policy we have. And to say whether it is exotic foolery or common sense, wow. and I won't tell anyone because I don't, you know, I don't want to be pinned down. But um, I, I can decide that you're right, producer Martin. Exotic foolery, but is the is the woke exotic foolery? That's the question, isn't it? Well, it's think? it's it's hard to say. It's ever changing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Esther, how many people do you have working for you on your team? How many people does it take to keep common sense? Alive and kicking in Britain. Well, currently um, it is just me, husband, and our dogs, right? Uh, Esther and Philip, and um, but they. Wait, sorry, is that the name of the dogs as well? Yeah, we just thought keep it simple. I mean, yes, it's also be, common common sense. I guess that is. It's common sense. Mm, common it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough when they they die. But do you find uh, that when you call for Philip, but, um, you get both the dog and your husband? Yes, but mm. often I do want both of them. Oh, oh okay, that, yes. oh, that is common sense. If I've got a tricky problem to look at, yeah. then uh, I will need all of the Philips. And, the and other. I guess what's good about it is it's sort of in that moment where you're not sure who you need, whether it's your husband mm. or your dog, it's common sense to have it's a name that's going to bring them both common to you. Sense. Eventually, I'd like everyone to be called either Esther or Philip mm. in the country. Wow. Uh, yeah. and is, I mean, is I don't a... know about you, but I am sick of learning people's names. Oh, oh that's God. Really hard. It would certainly yeah. make things easier. So much easier. And every, every cabinet re reshuffles uh, difficult, isn't it? Because it's like all these new names, some of which yes. are, you know, yes. not very English. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie, Esther, I, mm. I, I was a little bit um, dubious when I first heard about your title. I mean, a it common is a sense real minister. Job. It is a real job, Martin. Yeah, mm. Well, apparently so. You can see I'm doing it. I'm in. I'm in my, my office. Yes, I'm doing it. I'm doing the work. I mean, this speak. is it's it is common, a job. Common sense to talk to, to us when oh. we're so influential to the public, and you're well, getting absolutely. your message across. Absolutely, mm. everything I do, everything I do, and the second I wake up until I curl up in my basket at the end of the day, 
It's all common sense. Yes. But, and I get to judge that. Um, do you have a basket? Yes, that you... I have. A, look, I have a basket in the cupboard. Mm. Yes. In case I need to stay late. I do have a bed at, at home. Right. I see. That's just common sense. Yes. No, yes. of course. Yes, of course. Uh, but the basket is is just useful. Just a nice, yes, a place it's to, just a nice to rest. Um, yeah. Esther, Bring your toys. You know. Esther, what does a day in the life of a common sense minister look like? I mean, is there lots to do? Oh, I'm rushed off my feet. Mm. When I when I do wake up, depending on if it's my basket or my, my bed, mm-hmm. um, there's always some thinking to be done straight away. There's some looking on the apps yeah. to see uh, what's happened in politics, what's happening outside the window, where the woke is, you know, mm. where the wokerati are, you know, are they at the bins? Are they at my window tapping on it, you know, trying to tell me, yeah, some, let me in, new, let me in. Let me in, yeah, exactly. Give me more power, these people. They're, they're just, you know, they're against us. Yeah. You know, it's a war. And that's happening 24 hours a day. Wow. And so I do sleep through some of it. Yeah. Mm, yes, 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 of course, you'd have to. But no, a day in the life, um, it sort of depends on uh, what I'm told to do. Right. I won't, I won't lie. Right. I, do have, I do have a boss. Mm. Uh, but also I'm left to my own devices, which is how I get to um, go on all of these, all these programs and, um, you know, present them or be interviewed uh, yes. As, yes. as I see fit, as, you know, as is common sense. As, as um, is Esther, common sense. Um, it would, uh, it strikes me that um, common sense sometimes runs counter to um, new scientific um, developments. How do you mean? Well, sometimes people think something is common sense, and mm. then science discovers that actually that's not it's not correct. And um, who do-, do you think is better placed to say what is common sense? Is it science, or is it the minister? For common sense, is it? It's in the well, title. I mean, sorry to me, to me, producer Martin. It does sound like it would be the minister of uh, common sense. Thank you very yes. much. Yes. yes, that's what I'd look to. That's what uh, I'd science look to. is all very well, you know, if you're coming when it comes to like face creams, but when it comes to common sense, if it's in the title, yes, which yes. it is, yes. then yes, I will be deciding what science is. And is there a a process by which some kind of um, facts that have been discovered but are not yet um, common in in the mm. uh, public's mm-hmm. knowledge um, that they could develop to the point where they are? you know, eventually becoming common sense. Oh, yes. I mean, we do allow for... A sort of scholarship scheme. How, how you know, do you by, mean? by which, um, you know, scientists could take something that people don't know and then make it common sense. Yes, yes. I mean, if, if a scientist comes to me and is convincing enough, mm. then yes, yeah. I will allow for them to be common sense. And the good thing about common sense is a very, very vague phrase. So I get to choose and even you know from the beginning of a conversation to the end if i've completely changed my mind i can just roll my eyes and say it's common sense esther do you worry that you might get a bit dizzy with all the power i mean it's quite a lot of power on your shoulders there to decide what is common sense and, and what is not i mean uh, you, you know uh, might it send you a bit crazy? Oh, um, that was, it's kind of you to be looking into my welfare, Harriet. Mm. But no, I'm very, I'm very steady on my feet. I'm very rarely dizzy. Do you get dizzy with the power of this of this show? Sometimes I do. Yes, yeah, sometimes do I you? do get dizzy with the do power you? of the show. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's a lot yeah. of responsibility. I'm 
telling people what to think to the nation. They're going to listen to me because I'm often right, mm, you know? Mm. Yes, yes. I have noticed that you've been um, forming uh, forming opinion, forming mobs uh, in your own Thank way. You. And I'm grateful to you Thank because, you. frankly, yes. a lot of what you say yes. is common sense. I think if you're not inspiring a few sort of far-right folks to, to yes. come and, mm. you know, Come and do some work. Then really, what are you doing? What are we all here for? Exactly, exactly. We need them on our side, right? Yes. That's just common sense. Yes, it's just common sense. It's a real job. It is a real yes. job now. And thank God. I mean, it, to me, it's just so surprising that it's taken this long. I know, I know. And, um, you know, who's who's the enemy? Who's the enemy here? It's the walk, it's the boats. Um, and And we need to keep an eye on that, don't we? Yes. Um, Esther, if you don't mind, while we have you here, could I just run past a few things and you could tell me whether they're common sense or not? Yes. Uh, would you like me to say exotic foolery or woke nonsense? Yes. Or, um, yes. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah, okay. you know, you can just you tell us. Put it. You, put it on you, paper. You choose. You've got the. You've got the common sense. I have stuff. the power. Dizzy mm. with the power. Thank you. Um, okay. So first up, uh, putting a little bit of chocolate in your chili. Oh, that is that is both exotic foolery and woke nonsense. Yes. Oh, right. So that's not I common sense. Have it. At all. I won't even have spices in my food. Um, no, not not even a little bit of pepper. Salt, maybe, maybe. That's it's good that's British salt. How about uh, not having too much? Uh, food before going for a, a paddle. A paddle? Oh. Where are they? Where are you paddling? Sorry, just in your local paddling pool. Right, paddling pool. So you're not going up to your waist. It's just your ankles. That's just yes. common sense. It's common sense. That's okay, just well, common that's sense. Um, all right. What about um, deporting refugees to Rwanda? That is common sense. Whichever way you look at it. Right. Someone okay. should tell the Supreme Court that. Oh, I know, I know. They're daft. I mean, they are. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go there and tut a lot of them. Well, this, this is what I'm hoping, Esther, that now you're here, there can be a lot more tutting in government. Yes, I'm going to be um, choppered into all kinds of situations mm. and, you know, lowered down rope ladders and just I'll just hang there rolling my eyes and saying, this is not common sense. Ugh, or brilliant. this is common sense. And as I'm wheeled back off, I'll say it is a real job. Well, what a note to end on. Esther, best of luck. I'm sure you're incredibly busy as there's a lot of things that we need to find out whether they're common sense or not. So we, yes. we won't take up any more of your time. Thank you very much. I do have some more baskets to weave. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Finally this week, letters. We all love them, don't we, Martin? Yes, there's something about actually getting physical mail through the post, isn't there? It says that someone took time and effort to reach out to you. And in this world, that can sometimes be so lonely. That can remind us of our common humanity. Yes. And also you can call someone an asshole in them and take a photo of the letter before you send it and then put it on Twitter so everyone knows. For more on this we were joined by our etiquette and penmanship correspondent, Ishan Akbar. Let's take a listen. Now, today we are joined by our etiquette and penmanship expert, 
It is, of course, the marvellous and very expertish Ishan Akbar. Hello, Ishan. How are you? A very good morrow to you, my fair maiden. Oh, oh Ishan. Oh, that's, that's very funny because that is, that is etiquette, what you're doing yes. there. But it's, yes. oh, it's old-fashioned etiquette. And yes. it's also funny. <laughs> I'm so glad you recognise it. I'm, I'm not sure just um, saying ye oldie words doesn't exactly count as etiquette. I think, you know, I, I could just say dowries or, you know. Well, no, yeah, just Martin, make you have it... to have the comedic touch, which I'm afraid you're lacking. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm afraid you're lacking any kind of touch. But, but, hey, no, just because I'm in a Premier Inn right now doesn't mean that I'm not lacking in t- uh, people touch me okay oh producer martin he sounds so, you sound so weak i've got today. a bit of a cold i've got a bit of a cold but uh, a- anyway i think this is distracting from the point the point which is letters we are looking at letters this week there's been two uh, notable letters and um, ishan if you'd like to talk us through them i'm very excited well yes of course our prime minister dear prime minister rishi sunak has uh, yes uh, Ordered a a, a, a a shuffle of his cabinet. He's been out there shuffling his cabinet about, and there've been some shuffling major away. And as is the etiquette of quite often outgoing members of Parliament, they have penned letters to their prime minister. And my goodness, there are two particular letters of tremendous note. The first <laughs> I can talk to you about is Andrea Jenkins. Uh, Wonderful woman, upon, very sensible morning. woman, no nonsense woman. Yes, Dame Andrea Jenkins, DBE mm. MP. She's the member of Parliament for Morley and Outwood. And I tell you what, as far as letters go, you always want to start strong, make a good impression, let the reader know exactly where you stand. And yes. no three words have been more powerful than the first three words in Andrea Jenkins' letter because she starts with, enough is enough. Oh, wow. It sends shivers down my spine, that. It's very chilling, very chilling. I mean, I'm, I'm Rishi, Rishi must have read that on Twitter, I'm sure, and thought, oh, my God. And, and it sounds a bit like uh, Brexit means Brexit. You know, it's just one of those mm-hmm. things. You, you're saying something that we already know, but it's still a shocking, it's, yes, shocking it's to see it written down. Shocking and powerful. Shocking and powerful. And, you know, the thing with three words is the reader, you know, as the etiquette and penmanship expert, the reader immediately has to consider, well, well, what's enough? They, yes. It, it's a call to action. It's a call to arms. So as yeah. you read, I'm sure Rishi Sunak, it became clear because she makes it very clear what is enough. She says, it is time for Rishi Sunak to go. Oh, goodness. 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 Very strong and stuff there. There are some, and some, you know, every letter, I think if you really want to get your point across, you need words like Machiavellian involvement. Yes. I'm not really wow. sure what it means, but Rishi's Machiavellian she, she involvement. Machiavellian for, for Boris Johnson, who bravely fought for Brexit. And that is the thing. We have to remember this. He did. Boris Johnson bravely fought for our Brexit. A brave and noble battle. Mm. Yes. I mean, and never has a braver fight been seen. Mm. No, yes. Nor, nor Floyd Mayweather, Muhammad Ali, KSI. People will say Boris Johnson, a brave fighter. Yes. And, and you just think, I mean, Rishi's Machiavellian involvement, she says, you think, goodness, 
how powerful has Rishi Sunak been? Was he just sort of slithering away, hitting away at, at Boris Johnson so that he could become prime minister? And now he is, and it's a poison chalice. Absolute poison chalice. And then she goes on to write, to purge the centre-right. Purge. What a word. Purge. Purge. This is poetry yes. in motion. Right. Purging, purging the centre the center right in favour of what? Well, she says you, you're purging the centre right and then to, to sack Stuella, who was the only person in the cabinet with the ball the, in a letter. In a, in a letter headed. Well, you shouldn't put your headed. balls in a letter, should you? You shouldn't put someone else's balls in a letter, that's for sure. No, I don't well, think about balls should be in any letter. I, do, I don't want to see them written down or seen, quite frankly. It is pretty wild. Is this this strikes me as the kind of letter that might arrive um, with you know things like m- maybe she put some glitter in the envelope, so when you open it, it just falls all over you. You know, it, it's like an attack piece. Yes. yes, like if you've left a little, or was it left in a, a little brown paper bag that was set on fire, so you have to stamp it out. Oh yes, and, and then when you, you do, get to read it, you get the horrible letter all over your feet. Well, it's interesting you say that, Producer Martin, because looking at the letter, it is the sort of equivalent of of getting poop posted through a letterbox. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. very much that. Which in itself could be a Machiavellian uh, approach. You know, there's mm. something quite mm. clever about posting poo through a letterbox. But instead of instead of actual poo, it's the poo of language. It is the ah. poo of language. And, you Word know, I have crap. to say, Word with crap. this letter, I do feel for Sir Graham Brady, to whom this letter was addressed, because Sir Graham Brady, by proxy, is having to consume this negativity because he then has to yes. take this information to, 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 to Rishi Sunak and say, look, Andrew says enough is enough, and you've purged the centre-right, you've been Machiavellian, you've created this two-tier policing system that makes Jewish people feel unsafe. I feel like Rishi Sunak can be a, 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 under no illusion that I don't think Angela likes him very much. No, that's no. the thing, isn't it? That's what the letter sort of That is sort quite of sad, gets isn't at. It? it? It sort of gets at that, that Andrew was never his friend, and that must be quite hard to a bitter pill to swallow. I have to say, in, in terms of penmanship, I feel like Andrew's been very subtle, actually, in making it clear. You know, mm. you need to be someone who is well-versed in letters, who understands words, who is able to look through the poo of literature and language yes. to yes. decipher that actually perhaps Andrew doesn't want me to be her friend anymore. Well, this is why we have an etiquette and penman expert, Ishan, so you can tell us these things. Um, now, let's move on to letter number two. Now, this letter yes. is particularly explosive. Yes, well, always save the best till last. And this, of course, uh, letter is from yeah. the, uh, the outgoing Home Secretary, the Right Honourable Suella Braverman. Best lawyer in the world. The best lawyer in the world. This letter is a masterclass because it lulls you in with nice language at the beginning. She says it's been her privilege to serve as Home Secretary. She's proud of what we achieved together, delivering on a pledge to recruit 20,000 new police officers, which, of course, has been roundly criticised as clever accounting. She led a programme of reform, and she accepted the Rishi Sunak's offer to serve as Home Secretary. But this, at this point, as you're reading, you go, wow, she is so proud and at this point she throws a googly into the mix she throws a what into the mix a, a, a googly you know what a googly is what i don't a googly a, 
A Chinaman. Oh, no. No, you I don't can't think... say that anymore, Isha. You'll get you just cancelled by the Wokies. No, no, you can say Googly. There's actually two. There is Googly and Chinaman. These are cricketing terms. A Googly is when a bowler is bowling an off break, but the way they spin it spins it the other way. It's a spinning reference. Oh, I see. Right. Right. Cricket. This is very oh, okay. clever. Oh, right. Right. It still okay. feels unnecessary. In any case, she says, I accepted your offer to serve as Home Secretary on certain conditions. But before she outlines the conditions, this wow. is the masterclass of the letter. She says, despite you having been rejected by a majority of party members and thus having no personal mandate to be Prime Minister. It's cold. I agree to support you because mm. of the firm assurances you gave me on key policy priorities. You know, if this was a roast battle or if it was like a, a rap battle, people would be on the sides going, oh. No, no, she yes, didn't. Yes, yes. I imagine that's what was going on while she was writing it. Prap, prap, prap. Pick up yourself, Suella. Suella strikes me as the kind of person that speaks what she's what she's writing as she writes it. Under my Sue Ella. Even if Ella, no one else was Ella. around. Eh, eh, eh. Eh, eh, eh. Um, Ishan, eh, in, in your um, expert opinion would you say yeah. that this is the kind of letter that was written in the presence of a hype man right so producer martin for those who don't know a hype man is is what someone who's going yes good letter well done yes oh, yeah. and, write and also, a bit more yeah, so well, uh, 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 you. oh i see oh that, that, that kind, kind of hype man right yeah. so more yes. sort of streetwise than just just well just anyone that just sings your praises i think could be a hype man okay well i can you get one of those yeah, you can. You can. And you can see evidence of the hype man here because she then has four beats of the four pledges that apparently you wish you see that made. So you can imagine the hype man going, brap, one, brap, two. And Suella makes it absolutely clear. She talks about reducing overall legal migration, includes specific notwithstanding clauses into new legislation to stop the boats. Ooh. Stop the boats. Yes. Still hates those boats. It would not be a so if if stop the boats wasn't in there, we'd know that it wasn't Suella. Yes. I wonder if I can get um what's her name um Martin our work experience girl maybe she could do that for me. Oh yes, Lindsay. Oh, is that it? Yes. Yes, yes that well, one. She could be a hype person. She could um what be, be a hype. She could be my hype person. I well, might ask her. I I'm not sure that we necessarily need one on this radio show. Because right. it, it's generally a lot of backslapping from people that all believe the same thing, isn't it? So, what? I mean, wow. well, it, well. It's, it's a lot of people that, that No, we agree have a range you. of different people with a right. range of different views, producers. Yes, that's true. Yes, all of not them. Not people I necessarily agree with. Happen to, no, no, of course not. Mm -hmm. We have everything from conservative politicians to yes. right-leaning journalists. Yes, exactly. All, yeah, no, exactly. that's fair enough. Thank I you. Lots of different... Also, being on the right is a spectrum. It is a spectrum. Yes, that's, you're right. Mm. That's true. Yes, it is a spectrum. You know what isn't on the spectrum? What? Ultraviolet. No, that is. Biological sex. What? 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 She makes it clear. She says, number four, we issue unequivocal statutory guidance to schools that protects biological sex, safeguards single sex spaces, and empowers parents to know what is being taught it's, to their children. It's I'm... really good. I think it's wonderful that our Home Secretary is bringing back in trans issues just in case yes. we've all forgotten. Absolutely. Really important. I mean, as we've seen in America, it's a really winning line. Um, Absolutely. Let's, let's remember the, the true threat, boats and trans women. And this is what I love That's about this letter. Is Suella Braverman throws in these four pledges that Rishi made 
And Rishi apparently said to him, look, we're going to stop migration, we're going to stop the boats and stop the trans. Mm. And, and you're going to need this yes. one. Good to remind him. It's always good in a letter to remind a person what you promised them. Yeah? I should write to my, my yes. ex. And, yes, completely. And she promised me that she would never, never sleep with Richard. Never. And, uh, well. Oh. I, I think it's also a very good technique to, um, in your resignation letter, just let the reader know exactly what it is that you've been putting up with every single day up until the point that you were sacked. Mm. Yes. It's I, a, you know, cathartic experience. Right. I, yeah. I, I, I you were really channeling some passion it's, there, producer. Yeah, it sounded pretty no, cathartic for you just to say it. Mm. Well, anyway, that's a good note to end on. Um, yes. Ishan, thank you. I think you've really, really opened our eyes about what's going on in these letters. And hopefully the letters keep on coming. <laughs> just, hopefully they just, do. You know, just, just for laughs. Yes. And as I always say, in life and in letters, start strong. Three pumps. Yes. you Stay consistent. You do always say that. Yeah. Enough is enough. Well, that's it for this week. In the meantime, like, subscribe, tell your friends, send the out-of-context, non-censored Blue Sky account photographs of ALF and keep those questions coming to nonsensoredpodcast at gmail.com. With thanks to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, Will C. Bag Montefiore, Margaret Caborn smith and Ed Morrish. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon and we'll be back next week with more Non-Censored. Thank you.